Welcome to another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show. Man, it's been a while since I've been on, man. A lot's been going on, but man, hope everybody is doing well, man. But yeah, man, the Super Bowl just ended, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pulled off this win. You see a lot of Washington fans out there uh, talking about the wild card game. And with all due respect, JP, JP Finley came out saying that the fans should not celebrate a wild, a wild card match loss. Talking about the team is, you know, has been known for winning championships. And when was the last time the football team won a championship? Or the Redskins, I should say. So, I mean, let the fans do what the fans want to do, man. The fans got to get excited for something. Yes, the football team is the only team that played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers well in the playoffs. You know, you look at the game. Patrick Mahomes could not do anything. The guy was running backwards. He was running to save his life, honestly. And it just goes to tell you that having a good offensive line goes a long way. Having a good defensive line goes a long way. Yes, you do need quarterback play because Tom Brady did do enough to get this thing done. I think he had, like, what, 200 yards, three touchdowns. I don't think he had an interception. And then there was the whole beef between him and uh, Honey Badger. That was hilarious. But all in all, great game. Congrats to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It just goes to show you that you definitely have to surround your quarterback with weapons. Look at a team like Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? You got Mike Evans. You got um, Cameron Brayton and O.J. Howard at the time. Then you had Godwin. Then you had Ronald Jones, who... I thought could be a really good running back. And this season, he ended up being a really good running back. He had over 975-plus yards, right? So Mike Evans humbling himself, Godwin humbling himself after playing with a loser in Jameis Winston. I say that respectively because they didn't win anything last year. I mean, they were losing. So you played with a loser, and now you're playing with a winner in Tom Brady. You have to run the routes how Tom Brady wants to run the routes. You have to do these different things. And then they were able to bring in Antonio Brown, bring in Leonard Fournette, bring in um, – who's the other guy? It just slips my mind right now. But every, everybody that they brought in – oh, Gronkowski. Everybody that they brought in contributed. So how does this apply to the football team? You have to surround whoever that's the quarterback with, you know, Better weapons. You have to add another wide receiver or two. You need a wide receiver too. You need a guy in the slot, right? You're going to need to improve that offensive line. What are we doing at left tackle? Is left guard solidified? You know, things of that nature. Even though the offensive line played better, you always have to continue to add to it. You see what happened with Patrick Mahomes. He had no blockers. He had nobody protecting him. So you have to continue to add to your offensive line. So that's what I'm definitely looking for during the draft. Now, we take a look at the defense. You look at a guy like Levante David, who's a free agent. Mm, Fingers crossed. He's a free agent. Uh, Hopefully the football team, you know, 
gives him a contract, something kind of like $20 million for two years or $24 million for two years, I think he'll be a perfect, perfect linebacker. You need a middle linebacker. You need that quarterback of the defense. And then, you know, Jack Del Rio and uh, Ron Rivera were, were, were both linebackers. So you would think that, you know, they're going to pursue a linebacker via draft or free agency. So I'm hoping we get a good one. But you have Devin White. Devin White and Levante David are two supreme, two above-average linebackers. Okay? You have the, the corners – that are coming up, but shout out to that front seven. Shout out to that uh, to that line: Vita Vea, Dominic Insu, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, and Shaq Barrett. Those four guys literally should have just split the MVP of the Super Bowl. Those four guys right there were the premier reason why the Buccaneers won this game. They were able to get after Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they said he was pressured like twenty nine times. That's an NFL record. A quarterback has never been pressured twenty nine times in the Super Bowl, and it happened. So I go. I I I I just go over this game to say that the football team definitely has a lot to work on. They definitely have a lot of uh, pieces to add. You know, you definitely got to add to that defensive line. Yes, you're gonna use it. You're gonna lose a guy like Kerrigan. Um, you know, we don't know what happens with uh, with uh, Big Matt. Does he come back? Is he healthy? So you have to continue to add. You have to continue to add. Maybe you get some guys in the you know sixth or seventh round to complete that depth for that defensive line. You definitely have to find a superstar linebacker. I don't care. You need a middle linebacker that's gonna command uh, uh, um, respect. <laughs> When teams play the football team, they do not respect our linebackers. So we need a guy in the middle, whether it's Levante David, whether it's a guy like Jock from um, Notre Dame, whether it's a guy like Xavier Collins. Uh, we can't get Micah Parsons. He's just way up there. He's going to be a top 10 uh, a draft uh, pick. So, man, once again, uh, Tampa Bay has given us the blueprint. We have to take what they've done, what – San Francisco almost did. And then, you know, you got to take that to a whole new level. You just got to get better. You just have to continue to get better and better. So, guys, with a lot going on, nobody really knows the direction of what we're going to do at quarterback. So, this segment right here, I just want to kind of break down what I asked the followers that follow the Back Row Redskins show and everybody else. What should we do at quarterback? But I specified, (laughs) I put two quarterbacks out there. Number one, I had Sam Darnold. I said, do you trade for Sam Darnold or do you trade up for Trey Lance? Now, I haven't done my homework yet on Trey Lance, but when I do, I'll be doing a pod breaking down Trey Lance, right? So I put this post up. It had like 78 comments, 17 retweets, 40 likes, and the fans really... Uh, got to voice their opinions. It's like nobody likes Sam Darnold. So I'm going to read a few of the comments from uh, fellow Washington football fans. One guy said, Trey Lance is the second best quarterback in this class. I'll take him over Darnold any day. Wow. So he's ranking Trey Lance, a guy who's played, what, one year in college, as the second best quarterback in this class. That's interesting. That's intriguing. That's going to make me want to go and investigate Trey Lance for myself. Another guy said, uh, Lance, another guy said, I would focus on trading up for Trey Lance. Another guy says, it depends. He goes, I'd give up a second or fourth for Darnold. To get Lance, Washington football team would have to trade up five or seven spots, and that would cost multiple first-round picks. Yes. So let me let me just paint a picture. 
in order to get Sam Darnold, it's probably going to cost a second or a fourth or a second and a third, something along that line. That's kind of like what that Josh Rosen deal was, a second and a fourth. Now, or you might be able to get lucky <laughs> and be able to get Darnold for a third and a fourth or two thirds and a fifth, something like that. So something along that line. You might be able to get Darnold cheap. I think that the longer this drags out, the less of a value Sam Darnold has in terms of uh, draft capital. Now, there is a possibility Sam Darnold gets traded on draft night. Yes, that's a, a true possibility. So we'll see what happens there. Now, in order to trade up for Trey Lance, it's going to take two firsts and maybe a second. I've seen a mock draft where it was two firsts this year's and next year's. Um, this year's second and next year's third. So, yeah, it, it cost it cost draft capital to trade up to get a quarterback. My thing is, whether we're getting Trey Lance or whoever, I just hope that the front office gets the right guy. So I'm not saying no for Darnold or no for Trey Lance. But let's keep reading. Uh, so Lance, everybody's picking Lance. One guy said it's Lance and it's not even close. Uh, one guy said, I'd rather stick in my head and believe. Uh, and <laughs> no. Okay, let me read that all over again. Matter of fact, this is Andy Burroughs. <laughs> Great guy, great guy from the uh, DC Tweet Team podcast. He says, I'd rather stick my head in a beehive than have Sam Darnold. All right. So we know that Andy does not like Sam Darnold. That's funny. One guy said no and no. So they don't like this. And then the uh, HT We Are uh, podcast, uh, he says, um, how is this even a question? It's a very good question, actually. Very good question. Great question. Because if not this it could possibly be a guy like Trubisky. I mean, at the end of the day, the football team is going to definitely get a quarterback. So you got to explore all options. I'm even hearing that the team made a call for Carson Wentz. So if they're making a call for Carson Wentz, even though JP came back this morning and said that they didn't make a call for, uh, for um, Carson Wentz. So anything can happen you got to explore all options Derek Carr they're 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 talking like they're not going to trade him so I mean a lot is going on right now there's reports that the Carson Wentz trade can go down at any moment so that's like the next uh, domino to fall Uh, one guy says trade up but it it would all depend on what we have to give up so guys to trade up for a quarterback you have to give up draft capital to get a Sam Darnold, it'll be cheaper. But then, you know, a guy like Jameis Winston would give you the same upside or whatever that Sam Darnold could as well. So there is also the free agent market. But then but then again, there's not a lot of free agents out there. Or we just run it again with Taylor Heineke and, um, you know, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot have to happen. But so far, reading through these comments... Everybody would rather have a Trey Lance. Now, my good friends at the Redskins Addicts, they said, Lance is a possibility, but can't be no RG3 type trade. He said, uh, this is another reason why I'm so mad we chased that hollow divisional crown. <laughs> it effed up the rebuild for Clout. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. Um but I still believe that because we 
got that divisional crown and and you know Ron Rivera Ron Rivera having a, a very good first year and you know we trying to build a winning culture I think that's going to attract free agents so it's not all the way necessarily bad that we chased that division crown but you can look at it both ways you can definitely look at it both ways now um yeah but yeah just overall in the comments is all lance and you know very few people wanted darnold but yeah i felt that was a pretty good um question to throw out to the fans something for the fans to you know go out and 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 answer and kind of have fun with it because you never know so um we don't know what we're gonna do at quarterback it's gonna be an interesting uh free agency it's gonna be an interesting draft so let's see what happens now the football team uh, uh, fans are now going for Dak Prescott. Oh, sign Dak, sign Dak, sign Dak. Okay, well, I guess we're signing Dak, right? Next week is going to be a whole other quarterback. Next week is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Somebody asked me, what is the trade value for Tom Brady? I mean, it's getting nuts right now. I just can't wait for us to get our quarterback and um, continue to uh, build our team and continue to get yeah, better. Yeah, so guys, remember I talked about Dak Prescott in the last segment. Yeah, Dak Prescott liked the Washington football team IG page, and that was crazy. I mean, I think Dak is doing that to troll the team, <laughs> but you know what? He just never knows sometimes. He just never knows. So, yeah, I just thought that was very, very funny, you know, Dak following the team and then everybody going crazy. Oh, we're getting Dak. We're getting Dak. Um, we'll see what ha- I mean. We'll see what happens. Obviously, I think Washington's gonna definitely offer a nice contract to Dak Prescott, like they did Amari Cooper, and we'll see if Dak Prescott takes that. You know, so um, like I said earlier, lots to talk about or lot, lots that can that can happen. You got the Eagles uh, asking for two first round picks for Carson Wentz. You got the Bears trying to get him. You know, you got the Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke. Uh, who's going to be the guy if we go that route? Even if we draft a guy, it might be that the guy that we draft is a project uh, to where, you know, you, you're probably going to be starting Kyle Allen or Taylor Heineke. Um, you know, Cam Newton, I think that Cam Newton is just off the table. I don't think he's as good as he was in the past. But if he wants to come down for a Taysom Hill type role, hey, I'm down for that. Other than that, I'm good on I'm good on Cam. Man, this is some sad news, man. Uh, great coach. One of the better coaches um, of NFL history. The seventh winningest coach in NFL history. Marty Schoenheimer passed away today. At 77 years old, um, you know, we had him here in D.C. for a while. I loved him here as a coach, to be honest. Um, you know, done a lot of great things in the NFL. And he'll be surely, he'll, he will surely be missed. Um, I know he was in um, a live hospice over the past few weeks. So um, prayers are going up to the uh, Schottenheimer family. And I just pray that, you know, God gives him strength. Uh, definitely, definitely a sad day in the NFL. Um, Now, as we transition to uh, possible uh, free agent targets, I want to get a few of my guys on for this, um, you know, topic. Uh, It's going to be probably the next pod or so. And we're going to talk wide receivers, man. I think wide receivers is a very important position that we need, whether we're drafting one, whether we're paying for one, whether we're getting one at a bargain, (laughs) whether we're getting a high-end one. But, yeah, wide receivers is definitely – uh, um, a target for the team. Now, of course, I'm doing a special episode for that, but I just kind of wanted to um, give my thoughts on what we might do. 
at wide receiver. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, follow me on YouTube at Talking Sports with Manny. Uh, it's Talking Sports with Manny on YouTube. I've been doing uh, a few segments here and there. I'll probably be posting another one today, and I'm just gonna be, you know, putting out some highlights on that channel on uh, potential, you know, wide receivers that the team can pursue. I've done one already, and it was Curtis Samuels. I think Curtis Samuel is a perfect fit with this team. Granted, yes, he knows Ron Rivera. Granted, he knows the offense and things of that nature. But I believe that he gives us that wide receiver that we can plug into that slot and just know that that's done. And then with his speed and being a guy that can you know, run the ball out of the backfield and, you know, catch the ball. He can go outside, inside. I think he's a complete package for what we're trying to do. And then you can still go out and pursue uh, a number two wide receiver in the second round, the third round of the draft. Uh, you know, I think that Gandy Golden and Kelvin Harmon are part of the flan- part of the plan. I think that these two guys are future plans. Um, they're not necessarily – the answer, at least not right now, but I think those are two pieces that can help the team moving forward as they continue to develop and work on their games. But most definitely, uh, I would love for us to get an Allen Robinson. Anybody who knows me knows that he's, like, I think number one on my list. And I think that Allen Robinson is the next video that I'm going to do on YouTube. I'm going to break down what he does best uh, for the team. So, yeah, Allen Robinson, um, I think he's perfect. I think he is to me, better than Amari Cooper. When you go and look at the Allen Robinson highlights and really how he plays, the guy can move all over the field, and he has great hands. He has great hands. He has decent speed. He gives you something different that Terry doesn't give. Uh, He's a bigger guy. Like I said, you can move guys like Allen Robinson and Terry all over the field, and just imagine having uh, Allen Robinson going across the middle and then Terry going deep. But I understand that before we talk receiver, we need to figure out what we're doing at quarterback. I understand that. But at the same time, you still got to you still gotta, uh, uh, build your weapons up. I mean, you, like I said, we've seen the Tampa Bay Buccaneers adding weapon after weapon after weapon. And also, I do believe we need another running back. But that's just a whole other episode. So I'm just kind of like preparing you guys' mind for things to come. Uh, once the Super Bowl is over, it's time for free agent talk. It's time for draft talk. So um, free agent talk is coming, and then we're going to be getting into our draft segment. Uh, I have some pretty good guys uh, coming on the show the next few episodes to to dissect draft as well as free agency. But the two guys that I would love for the football team to get is one, Allen Robinson, two, Curtis Samuel. Um, I would definitely love uh, Chris Godwin, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. They just won a Super Bowl. Maybe... They listen to Mike Evans' offer and, you know, take back some money to kind of bring some guys back. Maybe they tag Godwin, but still, there's still tons of wide receivers that are out there. Kenny Kenny Galladay is nice. He'll be an upgrade, but the injury scares me. Um, So it'll be very intriguing to see what happens. But like I said, Allen Robinson, Curtis Samuel, and then I'm not going to give you guys who I love in the draft just yet. You guys will have to wait and listen up for that draft episode. So, guys, this next segment is Terry McLaurin, man. Got to give him his credit. He never gets the credit that he deserves. And it was a great article on on uh, the WashingtonFootball.com. Uh, uh, the wide receiver coach, Drew Tyrell, was just talking about, you know, what he needs to do to, you know, uh, get the team – uh, team's wide receivers uh, elevated to go to that next level. Now, um, you know, he was promoted to Washington football team officially uh, last week. Um, 
and this is the first time in his career, you know, that he's taken on, on this new role. And he, you know, he was talking about uh, Terry McLaurin and what he did last season and what he, what he needs to do to find success. So um, uh, he says, uh, he says, success is always the goal, but it does not necessarily mean that you know the uh, the coach is setting benchmarks in terms of yards or touchdowns. So he's saying that yards and touchdowns that don't determine success of a wide receiver. He 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 more so preached about consistency and improvement as uh, as players enter that second season or you know that second season of the scheme. He also said, uh, for example, you know, Terry McLaurin had a magnificent season over 1,100 yards. He said he caught 65% of his targets, and that's huge. That's huge. Now, of course, he can go to that next level by catching more touchdowns. Um, he says he believes that Terry is uh, taking on that responsibility of a true number one wide receiver, which is tough to do in the NFL because you're playing some of the best corners in the league every single week. And then um, he also said that uh, Terry McLaurin knows – um, what he needs to do to get to that next level next season because, um, you know, getting your second 1,000-yard season back-to-back is tough. It's harder. You know, people have more tape on you. People have more techniques that they can use against you, especially interdivision rivals. Now, he says that Terry's a smart kid. He's motivated. He loves football. So he knows what, uh, what he's going to have to do to uh, do things the right way. Uh, and then Terry's a guy who works hard. He doesn't take any shortcuts. He works harder than anybody on the football team, arguably. Um, so, um, you know, he says that he's got to open his mind uh, to new and improved ways to get better. And, um, and that's just good to know. That's just, that's, just, that's just a good thing to know. I love to see that relationship between the wide receiver coach and the wide receiver. So um, we'll see what happens. Like, again, um, I think second year in the system, second year in the scheme uh, is definitely going to help Terry. And then, you know, whoever that they add is definitely going to help. But um, I also wanted to highlight that Cam Sims had a good season. I think that Cam Sims uh, takes another step next season. But I still see Cam Sims right now as the fourth or fifth wide receiver. Yes, I'd rather Cam Sims be the fourth or fifth wide receiver than be the number two or three. I think we need major upgrades. Like I said, we need to add a true wide receiver, two on the outside, and then add a true slot on the inside. And then we'll go from there. So, so if we're bringing in two new wide receivers by my calculation, that means the two new wide receivers that we bring in via free agency or draft, plus Terry, that's three. Cam Sims, that's four. Uh, AGG, because he was drafted, you know, a little bit higher. Uh, so he's fifth guy. Then you have that sixth spot for a battle between Sims Jr., Kelvin Harmon, and whoever else that we bring. There's a possibility that the team might keep seven wide receivers, but I think six is the perfect number of wide receivers that the Shout team Shout out to keeps. Alex Smith, man. This guy won comeback player of the year. Um, he did a lot to get back on the field. He took a risk. I wasn't for that risk. I wasn't for him coming back. But, hey, he did what he felt was best for him. And uh, who knows if he continues to play football. But in the meantime, you got to give him his flowers. The guy did his thing this season, coming back, getting back on the field, playing with one leg, and just having – a decent season, just getting out there and just giving people hope that, you know what, you can do whatever you, that, that you put your heart to, that whatever that, that you put your mind to, all things are possible, you know, if you trust God and if you trust yourself. So uh, shout out to Alex Smith. Also, shout out to Chase Young, defensive rookie of the year. He deserves it. Everybody wants to knock his sack numbers 
does not matter. Talk about his impact. Talk about the forced fumbles. Talk about the touchdown. Talk about the impact. Talk about one guy coming in, of course, with the help of Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, and then turning that defense into a top five defense. Talk about that. You know, so shout out to Chase Young. I was on Twitter talking with the uh, Carolina fans. They were talking about Chin should have won the rookie of the year, uh, defensive rookie of the year. And I'm like, Cam Carl was better than Chin. So, you know, it's just all this beef that's going on. Everybody felt that, you know, their guy was the guy. Antoine Winfield should have been the rookie, blah, blah. Chase Young was the best rookie in the NFL, offense or defense. Well, you can say Justin Herbert, but... I think that Chase Young's impact was better than Herbert's impact. Herbert had a good season, but it was more so numbers. Chase Young had a good season, but it was more so impact. Didn't have the best numbers, but he had the best impact. You know what I'm saying? Turn that defense around, and there were games that Chase Young helped them win, opposed to Justin Herbert. So no knock to Herbert. Congratulations on your offensive rookie of the year. Chase Young rightfully so deserves his award, and um, that's two awards to the team. We also thought that Ron Rivera would have gotten some votes for Coach of the Year, but, you know, because the football team won seven games in the worst division of football this year, hence why he didn't, you know, win the Coach of the Year award, let alone even get some votes. But I thought he should have at least gotten at least one vote. You know, I would have thought somebody, you know, would have given him one vote, but he didn't get that. But once again, shout out to Alex Smith and shout out to Chase Young. The future is definitely, definitely bright with Chase Young on defense. And uh, I'm excited to see what they add this offseason to that awesome, awesome defense. So, guys, before I wrap up this pod, be sure to follow me on the Back Row Redskins on Twitter. That's Back Row Redskins on Twitter. I'm going to start having more interactive questions Um you know, more topics, polls, things of that nature. And then once again, follow the YouTube, Talking Sports with Manny. I'm going to be having a lot of content up there. Um, I have not gotten into film breakdown yet, <laughs> but eventually I'll get into some film, some film breakdown. But I will be putting up some highlights and just kind of giving my own thoughts and my own reactions on players that um, we can possibly acquire via um, free agent then you know, free agency, then draft. So be on the lookout for that. Also, on my Twitter page, uh, every week I put out some prospects that, you know, either, whether it's a trade target, whether it's a draft target, or whether it's a free agent target. So I put that out there. So just get engaged with me on social media as I try to uh, build this show, as I try to build this network. Um, if you could please, um, you know, Give me a five star on Apple or um, a comment or review. All that helps. And as this podcast grows, better equipment is coming, more guests. I'm trying to adjust my schedule to where I can get some, you know, some guests. Usually I record late at night or every now and again, I get like a little lunch break to where I can record a 20 or 30 minute episode like I'm doing now uh, to get it out to, to you guys. I'll try to be more consistent in getting out one or two episodes a week. Um, but sometimes it's tough, but hey, appreciate the love that you guys give me out there. Uh, it's very encouraging and I appreciate you guys. Once again, this is Manny and this is the back row rest and show. Love y'all. Y'all stay strong.